Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hi, Jess. Hi, my friend. So this is going up a little late, later <laughs> than usual. Not my fault. It's definitely not your fault. I mean, I was, I did great in this situation. <laughs> you're gonna, say, I'm gonna sound like such an asshole whenever. No, you're, you know. you're not. I will share why we had to postpone. We got some really unfortunate news literally right as I was leaving to come over here to record yesterday about my family in Scotland where my dad's from to OG listeners have heard about my Scottish dad for a long time and his brother my uncle passed away very suddenly from COVID which is heavy news to start the top of the show with but it is what happened and yeah so it just did not feel possible to jump into a bunch of reality talking about these assholes while (sighs) processing you know, a death of a loved one. Really sad. Really sad. So it was very, very sudden and unexpected. And yeah, I, I'm, I'll get a lot more details today. I'm going to go see my family out in Pasadena, be with my dad. And it, it's really heartbreaking because he was about to leave to go visit them on Tuesday, which for the first time in years and get to see them. So he had a long, he had a lot of health issues, some pre-existing stuff, but it's definitely certainly not to fear monger which i'm very thoughtful about but a reminder to yeah. that this is certainly for me i'll be really honest like that this is still a thing and especially for like vulnerable. our most vulnerable yeah. it really gave me like that huge pause about like it's just this is real yeah and it's not gone and it is so like angering that this is still a thing i was telling you i looked up scotland has like a particularly high vaccination rate too compared to us but that our like most vulnerable are still that this is possible is like shocking shocking to me and my family but also yeah really incredible person and and, uh, really a lot of memories we used to go spend like our whole summers with him and my aunt and my cousins and yeah so starting with some heavy news but i think it is important to share that stuff yeah i mean especially like you know just to remember if you you know to be careful and if you're going around especially vulnerable people you know test make sure it's safe yeah because it's easy for us in our 30s still to be like if if it happens we'll be fine we're vaccinated that helps protect you against severe you know infection but it, there's still the, oh, the other side is other people. Who, other people. My uncle no. had a lot, lifelong respiratory issues. We think like very likely he had tuberculosis even as a kid. And like, which is crazy. Which is insane. He spent like all of his youth in hospitals and always had breathing issues. So it's like a, a very logical thing. But yeah, like I have been, you know, I've, I, we're all so sick of it. Mm-hmm. We're so sick of it. We're sick of thinking about it. We're th- sick of existing in it. And it, I think for me, it's given me like that major like yank back yes. into reality of like, like the whiplash yeah, of. Because I'm, I really don't see, you know, particularly like vulnerable people in my mind very often. But to just remember that that's, it's still a killer virus. Yeah. And that it's not gone. And, frustratingly so will probably be a part of our lives and like we got to just be thoughtful about it so certainly not to finger wag by any means if anything just to myself to just remember like this is and this is the closest to home for sure 
that this has hit for me so really tragic i'm sorry and i know everyone else is sorry well, sending you love <laughs> thank you my beloved friend i will say that we decided to postpone recording and marcy i said will you hang out with me instead <laughs> and we got to just hang out as friends and had a cocktail and it was so lovely and a reminder to like ask for support i was so glad i was so glad you called because it was really nice yeah good friend so well, just FYI, we're real friends too, so... Well, it's good for us to remember because we do spend a lot of time podcasting and there's just not as... There's no more days in the week sometimes. And if you guys can believe it, we can find still so much to talk about it's oh. so funny to be able to spend this week especially because we secret we recorded another podcast that will come out soon not this and it always makes me laugh like we just so we probably spent this by the end of this week we'll have we will have spent like you know five days together <laughs> and yet it's like yeah that's exactly who i want to go get a drink with and yeah. hang out and talk about also you had with. this moment last night where you're like i probably already told you this and i was like no you haven't i know we've I know. lived some lives we guys. were really sharing some fun lived life stories i was i shared when i uh, got kicked out of a pool for go, jumping in naked <laughs> which i guess i'll save for another time to get into because it's too much at the top too otherwise. much at the top <laughs> but think this is such a supportive and loving space i feel so grateful for our listeners and yeah just thank you for listening and just be safe yeah and just take care and take that extra pause we're so over it but this shit is very real so on to brighter but, news yeah let's get into some news you want to get in news i wish i had something fun to talk about well, but I, you've but been I hanging don't. out with me all yeah. week <laughs> let me tell you about jessica jordan uh, but so let's see you guys gave us some news and we were you know sometimes when we ask you guys for news we're like maybe they know something we don't but it is all the stuff that's been on the top yes. of our minds so yes. let's, let's st- okay let's start with happy news yeah in the circle of life we have stock getting married finally had her marry her her wedding in rome oh, that what she's been a planning dream. wow i can i this is problematic i love stassi i know so this is i need you to take the lead on this because since i dipped out of the last couple seasons of vanderpump before we started recording i don't really know her relationship with Bo. i didn't i like really this whole era is is post me yeah but i was i could feel that people were very very happy about this yes <laughs> so Bo is just someone she she met okay he's i guess an actor i don't know what he does sure. i don't know his deal uh, <laughs> other than like to. he's you know he was on the show but they were dating already and he was someone that you could t- clearly tell everyone was like Bo's great and nice you know Everyone liked Bo. He got no it. one had problems with Bo. He wasn't, let's say, a... Oh, God, I already forgot his name. Sheena's long hair. No, he was not a Brock. Brock, that's it. No, no. He seems very kind of like, you know, an affable man who's yeah. like kind of funny and like Stassi likes to do outfit of the day and he'll do outfit of the day. <laughs> so, Kudos to her, by the way, because I feel like she started that. I think she did start that. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like she, in internet world, that's like pretty big. O-O-T-D. That's Stassi, baby. Give, give cred. Yeah, so they, I guess they were engaged and then got pregnant. And she was sort of like had her baby at the same time as the rest of the crew. Yes, yes. And okay. she bought a beautiful like Spanish style house Ooh. in the hills all on her own because she's also a best-selling author. She yes. has two or three books now. And yeah, so they've been just postponing their wedding and they finally got to have it. She looks 
like she did in her first season of Vanderpump, which makes me worry because I know I'm like, what she had done? She looks incredible. Well, she just lost so much weight. Uh, that's what that's... she did. The thing that all brides do, which yeah. is they get real thin and it looks good in pictures. I can't imagine what the months leading up to your wedding, how the added stress that oh, that it's does. a nightmare. I did not lose a lot of weight, but I was just telling you, like I went to a personal trainer. I went completely carb free but in like the grossest unhealthiest way tim and i did both we were eating basically like just like uh salami and cheese and like just fat protein dirty keto yes like i'm sure we would have had a heart attack if we had continued it and we both like definitely lost weight don't go do that i am not advocating it but that's the thing is you're out of your mind everyone does it you know it, because it's an event-based thing yes and it's it's very toxic yes. um and because you have a real center of the dartboard to work on and work unfortunately towards. then we're like she looks great i know it's so well that's what's so annoying is like yes. my, i have so many memories of people being like oh my god wow your your body and t- which let's just not talk to people about <laughs> their bodies it solves everything i will say stussy always looks great Yes. Like she's never had a, yeah, a phase a of like her being like, oof. She's had great work done too. Mm-hmm. I feel like the nose and the chin have worked out well for her. Boobs look good. You know, so anyway. I love this dress with these like and these she had, sleeves are so cool. These separate And sleeves. she had like her welcome dress and her like <sighs> rehearsal dress. She really did it right. Very glamorous for a reality star to do the like internet, like the Roman wedding. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this is a very chic celeb move. And Katie Maloney oh. looked incredible as well. Also, Schwartz was there. This must have been because they're all course. friends. Yeah, like, this is kudos to them for navigating. I think they might still live together, Jess. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I think they, they haven't. They think they have to live together. This truly might be the most amicable divorce. I don't think he has a choice. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. He has to be kicking himself every day that. Or I wonder if he even if it even registers to him that if he had treated her better because he already liked her the way she was, but he yeah. drove her insane. Yeah. He made her mean because she, he was so, you know, dismissive of everything about her and how other people treated her. He could have had the best version of her if he were just a little more attentive. I th- I, I hope there's a lot of regret I also will say this is not I can report I was over at what is supposed to be uh, Schwartz and Sandy's Mm. this week because there's a coffee shop next door and I stopped by to get coffee and I nosed around. I'm I'm here on the ground to report it is still a Mexican restaurant from the exterior. (laughs) Well, that's just signage, right? (laughs) They were painting the front, at least. I will say, though, their announcement of opening late spring 2022, it's, you know, you got about four more weeks, buddies. (laughs) I'm rooting for them. And it could be like whatever, like, sensory funk overload description Tom Sandoval Sandoval makes me want to pluck my eyeballs out (laughs) and throw them at crows to be consumed and never put back in my head. I can't stand this 
stupidness. Such a good visual. Ooh, I guess I, I should do my ears while I'm at it because I don't want to hear his descriptions either. Oh, you don't want to hear his descriptions or see his band? Um, <laughs> God, no. But yes. Yeah, but congrats to Stassi. And I, you know, I love I love a wedding after baby. And like, I love seeing like the the toddler in the mix between the like the parents getting married. Like, yes. oh, and everyone is so excited. Like the toddler, like running down cobblestone streets towards Tom Schwartz in like oh. an Instagram video. I was like, this is very cute. It's a very it's also works for we me. Sh- we should say in the same vein, a lot of Bravo news came out this week as far as like some new shows and upcoming spinoffs. We weren't sure because it was a pretty rough season. Vanderpump coming back. Wow. I mean, you know, I, I feel like so much happened after the season in terms of breakups. There's a lot to There's be a lot seen. To, to be seen. So now I, which I want to see. Also, yeah. did you see? This is small news, but that it looked like Lala was in Nashville this week. I did. And I was she like, recreated the famed Paps Pap shot of Randall God. walking with the two women. God, she's funny. <laughs> God, she is very funny. Good for you. Good, Good for, for you, you Lala. Lala. More Bravo stuff. We have, what is this, Eddie from Below Deck complaining? Yeah, so he, I thought this, look, we love to hear, we love to hear a little tattling about the money. So Eddie from Below Deck, who had a poor showing his last season. Yeah, I was going to say, is problematic. He he gave an interview to the New York Post. I don't know why. It seemed to be that it was because he bought a house. <laughs> well, it says he's hanging up his stripes and leaving the high seas to settle down in his hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. That's right. That's right. So he's he. But then he got to talking about, you know, he bought that house for 30. I know. For 300,000, $330,000. We're fools to live where we live. It looks so bad. Beautiful. Beautiful. I know. We're dumb. So he said he he, but basically started talking about that even though below deck actually and I we've talked about this before, the below deck ratings can surpass housewives. Not all of them to all of them, but below deck is obviously like a major juggernaut at this point for Bravo. He explained that they don't get paid the same as other reality stars. And he said, there's some monetizing off of the show, but that's definitely not us below deck, regardless of it being the most popular show on Bravo. We are the lowest paid cast members. He explained that even though they put in labor and need to obtain specialized licenses for what they do, it's been frustrating watching the other reality stars earn millions. Well, quote, while we do get paid better than a normal yachty, of course, we are still not getting paid what people like the housewives are making, which is a little frustrating because they're not really working. They're just going out to dinner and fighting. Watch yourself, Eddie. (laughs) Eddie. Um, He didn't get the call back to sign up for another season. So it's not exactly. He said, I was not invited back to do another season. I actually didn't even get a phone call from them saying they hired someone else, which kind of goes to show what the production entails. Everyone on Below Deck is expendable. I think especially him. Like I said, he had a poor showing. I mean, he... He look. This is the si- this is what you sign up for. You know, like the mon- the money, the compensation aside. Like he fucked up. He had a really bad season. He mishandled mm-hmm. like a situation with a woman of color really egregiously. Yeah, and uh, then kind of like gaslit her about it and tried yes. to rewrite history. And and you know that's. I don't think I don't I don't think anyone was clamoring for more Eddie to be honest. Yeah. So, but it's like he's getting a little long in the tooth. Long in the tooth, sir. I do think it that. That is, it's just hard because like these casts on Below Deck are are so vital, but they don't function like housewives. 
And the point is opulence. Like we're there because they're already supposed to be living opulent lives. What do you think? If we pay them more, they won't do the job. (laughs) I'm becoming a Republican in this moment. (laughs) If we pay him more money, how can we get him to scrub the fenders or whatever? Like who gets who takes the like a drunk monster ordering like you know espresso martinis at three a.m. If they're being paid the same as Kyle Richards. I bet you anything Kate Chastain made a lot of money. Yeah. I think people who know how to negotiate and are wanted on the show yeah. do get big bumps. Oh, I f- they must. It's just there's not a lot of them because they are they do melt down. They have they're so expendable. And our the fr- job is so hard. It's so hard. Also, our, our friend Chef Marco says that he gets he asked for what he wanted. Oh, that's remember? Right. So he was like, I got paid more than everyone else. God. And he was like, it was worth it too. Oh. So, like I said, maybe, and like, yeah, especially for first year people, maybe someone like Eddie who's been on for years and years. But like I, like I said, I bet you Kate Chastain pulled in a pretty, a pretty penny for it. Yeah, it's really tough because it's like by default the way I always describe because I oh we talked about this before, but I always describe Below Deck as the perfect entry to the Bravo verse. Mm-hmm. Particularly not to make it gendered, but for men who are ver- who are wary of like housewives or women screaming shows. And I always describe it as an upstairs downstairs. Yes. And that it's like it's the perfect structure because you just toggle back and forth between like monstrous rich people. But seeing like in that Downton Abbey upstairs downstairs way, like what is what it takes to just appease them yes. or try to. And unfortunately, if you're the downstairs, <laughs> you can't make as much money you as, can't the make as, much as the upstairs. I I think it is a flawed, you yes. know, system in that way, and they should be paid more, but you know, it's uh It would be funny to see if they the whole goal was to to flip them so that they got to be the guests. <laughs> that would be great. I would I like I said I would love to see Kate Chastain. <gasps> ordering people around to be like "Mm, this isn't actually how i wanted my cosmo Uh, i miss her she's great Uh, i appreciate you know this is i'm in a real phase in my life where i love a bad woman oh my god she's not even bad i think she was great just like a disliked woman Mm -hmm. i mean we'll get to it when we get to Mm -hmm. uh particularly beverly hills Mm -hmm. so that's eddie some complaining okay so this (laughs) is fascinating to me this jesse williams leak now did you did you catch wind of this i did not but jesse williams was on watch what happens live and Uh was talking about how he's in a play where he's nude and that's it that's the extent of it so apparently so it's a this is apparently a play that's being it's not a new play it's been it's on broadway it's called take me out and as I understand it, it's it's actually about like a professional baseball players dealing with like it's about it tells the story of a gay professional baseball player dealing with coming out to his teammates and in the press. This this Jesse Williams is one of the leads in it. And apparently when you go to this play, they do the thing like those yonder pouches. Yes. They take your phone. Because there is a locker room scene where it's full frontal, not just him. Multiple men are full frontal. And so foot someone sent it to me on like monday like holy shit like it leaked that somebody even though they had taken phones somehow got footage of it and so that's the first half is that people snuck footage 
what what the tenor was that and i will say i didn't look at it because even though this is not the same as the fappening i'm trying to be like more thoughtful about like taking in people's nude bodies when they don't because we we've had that conversation around women a lot you know and when they don't they, well, they haven't, haven't given permission, given permission yeah. for their bodies to be seen in certain ways. So I, and it's not to shame anybody who did. I just didn't look at the footage. Yeah, it, but apparently I'm the same. Yeah, he is quite well endowed. Of course, that's why he doesn't <laughs> care. I don't so, even think. He, well, well, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> so it became a huge story. SAG-AFTRA, all of the actors' unions, the Broadway organizations came out like absolutely guns blazing. They said they were going to figure out who this was. They should, and they should, and that it's like they an- should. They should prosecute them for for a revenge porn. It's they should send a message like, don't do it, don't do it, because it is like this. You know, this because he's not the only person naked on stage, too. Jesse Williams might not care, but other people might care. And the idea of like, because I was really thinking through the layers of it, like, okay, well, it isn't the same as like private nudes on your phone, it isn't, but it is a space that you that those actors have that they are allowed to decide their nudity and how it's received, yes. And big difference between doing a live stage show where people see it in the moment and it being public. For public consumption everywhere, meaning like that everywhere. that like anybody in the world can get a hand get get their hands on on uh, the image of your penis. Now, granted, I don't think he no that so that to me is the kind of like silver lining to it is that it is like a, <laughs> a, a it's an upsetting story. I the apparently the site that shared it first was this made me laugh gayblog.ca <laughs> Canada Canadians and the internet wait absolutely what was Jesse's response so Jesse though has said repeatedly it's fine and he said well, well I can't find the quote of once it was shared but even before it was shared he said look it's a, bo- a body is a body once you realize it it's whatever it's a body I just have to make it not that big of a deal and a lot of people were like well yeah I can imagine yeah <laughs> but even if you are fine with it and you know we've gotten into these spaces before with like John Ham and like his visible dong in photos and stuff. Okay, I will say I feel fully in my heart that he's doing that on purpose. And because you could wear underwear. Well, that's and, and like <laughs> that thing where it's like, well, we're definitely objectifying. We're definitely having fun. He's putting that out he there. He could prevent it. And he, oh, he's 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 choosing. To, that's his choice. He's walking down the street with that thing dangling. Yeah, like I feel like if I were to walk. If I was very famous and I my it'd my be, nipples were like raging but through it'd be my like, shirt, how dare you look at Kendall Jenner's nipples? It's like she wants you to. They're right. there. That's I think the difference versus yeah. like a full frontal nude body on stage. On stage, and there's an agreement, guys. We could talk about art all day long. There is an agreement between you and the audience that you know one that you're not supposed to take pictures. That's a big no no. Yeah. I really hate when people take pictures surreptitiously anyway. I think it's fucking rude, you guys. I have a policy, even when it's just like, look at that funny outfit or that lady across the street is doing like to photograph people, sometimes even lovingly, like, you know, professional photographers who do like street photography. It's why it's so important to like 
ask permission you and, know if someone's acting up though a little different oh, i 100% bad behavior is different but you know like famously that that one woman what was she like a pageant winner or something took a photo of a woman in the locker room yes remember and she like got M- right fun of her yeah made fun of her body which is just vile but like to to take pictures of people's bodies you know or we've talked about that stuff or like on the news how like historically i think they don't do this anymore but when they would do topics about weight they would have all that footage of just like neck down bodies of like so rude what don't. if you're like wait i specifically know that shirt i that oh my god like it's, it's i don't just... want to be b-roll <laughs> It's one of the craziest things that we all decided was fine. And depending on what state you're in, there's different laws. Just don't photograph and, and don't absorb people's bodies like and pass around. I think even if we are like celebrating, if they haven't been intended yes. for it to be that way. And again, to reiterate, if he if he were like, I'm doing a movie and everyone can see it. Oh, my God. But like on stage it's a different thing it's i different just think thing. that even it's not permanent that's what makes that's what's so annoying it's like it's not permanent on stage and i it's although they might be talking no 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 not that one never mind. i was like the matthew broderick sarah jessica parker one might be filmed but not this oh, one. oh yes yeah yeah i don't know it was just leave jesse williams and his penis alone i mean good for him we're happy he's i guess even more blessed physically God, um, he drove past me once in our neighborhood just like dro- driving down Franklin and I almost crashed my car. He's a beautiful, Just a stunning man. Really beautiful. Stunning. So good S- for him, but don't, sorry for him. Sorry for him. Yes. Is the better word. <laughs> good <laughs> for him good to for have him. his privacy. Yeah, well, he's, he's blessed and his privacy has been egregiously violated. Also, it's just like you didn't pay for it. You don't get to see it. <laughs> I mean, that you, is but, You want to see that penis, you buy a ticket. I'm sure the true anger is from the, the honestly, the Broadway company. I think the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> I think the producers are like, Jesse, would you mind? And Jesse's like, would I mind? Would we, Do me and we my mind? penis, mind? No. Let's get ticket sales up, baby. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll get them up in all the ways. Um, <laughs> so did you hear this rumor about Craig at Amanda and Kyle's wedding? Now, hearing a rumor? No, I didn't hear a rumor. I had you- few people say that like Craig got too drunk at the wedding. Yeah. I find that hard to not believe hard to comprehend what that looks like well there's at that wedding <laughs> that's why i was like look the idea of craig getting drunk is not that interesting to me no but my beef with it is that that episode was so goddamn boring, boring. and we kept talking about god did nothing happen yeah. at this wedding and i'm like how dare you if craig got kicked out and you didn't show it now I'm mad at Bravo. Yeah. I could care less what Craig gets up to, but I there's this one clip of Craig like snipping at Sierra that I don't remember being in the episode. I guess must have been, but the, he does look like nasty, mean, drunk in it. Yeah, but apparently it's just like people who've DM'd like anonymously, like who had attended the wedding. And it started with like, I guess that they had outdoor bathrooms set up for the wedding because they didn't want guests coming into the parents' house. And he like didn't care and kept going in. It doesn't sound like anything, to be honest, like crazy happened. It's not that wild of a story to me, except for the fact that we didn't get to see it on this absolutely mind numbingly boring episode. I like putting it together 
And I think he tried to use a bathroom inside and they told him he couldn't. He did it anyway. And then they're like, get out. And then they kicked him out of the house and he didn't get kicked out the wedding. Like he just came back to the wedding. I, I just I think he got they're like get the fuck out of the house and he's like all right let's go Paige I gotta go pee I cannot be peeing in a porta potty I mean I do hate those things I get but there's some nice ones though they are nice but you shouldn't it, I'm not saying go be Craig but no be him whatever but you know look he's a bad boy he <laughs> honestly the thing about Craig is he's not even a bad boy he's just so entitled like all of those southern charm men yes and he he is an equal opportunity scream in your facer yeah. I don't like a lot of men who scream in women's faces but he will scream in men's faces equally and I'm like I think he just really I honestly I think this is feminism at work <laughs> when it comes to Craig because like Tom Sandoval will not scream at men the yes. way he screams at women absolutely but Craig Conover, he you will watch him scream in Austin's face. You yeah. will watch him scream. He will scream in all the faces. I mean, so I'm like I that think, that combined with what is so I and he's I, a pillow maker too. So he's like a pillow maker. He's a boozy man, which I don't think he would dispute. I'm really bummed. I need to go back because they 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 have thrown to it before. But I, I guess on Watch What Happens Live, but I guess it was a Southern Charm reunion that he was like out of his mind hammered for. Yeah, he was like, I, I st- got to stop taking Adderall and drinking. <laughs> was he, he like is, out of his gourd? What even happened? Well, they even like, I think he's just so aggressive and so screaming. And That's then right. the next year there, he was like, yeah, I got he like he like went down to the Bahamas to stop doing drugs. He like admitted wow. he was like, I was abusing Adderall and oh. basically being like, essentially like Adderall's cocaine guys I mean oh my god and honestly doctors used to prescribe cocaine so don't even be offended it's no. it's synamphetamine it's an upper yeah and so when people take it and drink they act wild and they can drink more in their mind they can drink oh more. I've done it I've definitely drank on Adderall and it is very deceptive you really do feel i mean not for a long time but you do really feel like it's the it's kind of like the heightened version of red bull red bull vodka yeah you really think you're focused and awake and you are like drunk screaming you're screaming at people drunk you are screaming at people i've i've seen you not you but i've seen these people screaming at people well I'm, so, I'm just mostly mad at Bravo. How dare they not show me I don't this think... Scene? Th- that's the thing. You ask Andy <laughs> Cohen. He would have shown it. Unless it wasn't on camera. Like... Yeah, yeah, I bet it just wasn't on camera. And if it's not... If it doesn't come up at the reunion... Yeah. You know. Well, we'll get we'll to that. See. We'll, there. we'll so, see. Last piece of news. It's kind of a bummer, but it's just a little weird. But we got asked to cover it. So there is a Wonder Years reboot... I don't know if it's on yet. Has it started? I don't know. And Fred Savage of The Wonder Years was fired last week from being the executive producer as well as a director. And what was first released was just that he was fired for misconduct Uh on the show's set. And then what ended up coming out was that he has a very bad temper. Wow. So according to in- the insider, Savage is, quote, quick to anger. Part of his process includes overshooting a common practice of in the industry, but one that the source explains only makes things harder on the crew. He works his crews pretty hard by always doing more takes than necessary. That's what overshooting means, by the way, guys. Some directors just overshoot, blah, blah, blah. The days are longer, giving him more opportunity to snap at people. 
he has a temper and occasional outbursts. Now, that doesn't sound that dramatic to me. And just FYI, like some people may not know this, but even though most people know him as like a child actor, he has been like a a, t- a TV director yes. and a commercial director for many, many years. Yeah. In fact, not to brag, but one time I was in a callback for Honda what? and he was the director in the room because he for years has shot and done Honda ads and is also like the voice of, of Honda ads and many, many, many other commercials. So he's like a very established TV director, commercial director. But it's a pretty, it, whatever happened on set, and I know some people like that had worked on, on other shows with him and, and didn't have this to report, but it kind of is being like framed as an open secret that he well, was in really 2000, bad. There was other allegations. Uh, so in 2000, I'm just reading from the People okay. uh, article. So it says, in 2018, uh, his Wonder Years TV mom, Allie Mills, claimed that a sexual harassment lawsuit against Savage and co-star oh. Jason Hervey ended the series in 93. Vanity Fair reported that Savage and Hervey 50 were sued by costume designer Monique Long, who said their alleged verbal and physical harassment made it challenging for her to do her job and resulted in her Firing. So this is the original Wonder Years. Yes. And wow. then the so the legal matter matter was eventually settled and dropped that same year, 2018. A judge dismissed a gender-based lawsuit against Savage from another costume designer named Young Ju Huang. She claimed Savage created an uncomfortable work environment on the grinder. But the Hollywood reporter stated that the actor has denied such allegations that's that's a bit of a rap sheet yes not good also like i will say bad behaving directors in film is a little more accepted because it's like you know there's like the whole auteurness of it all yeah and and it is like many many months together versus this like kind of routine schedule but it's crazy to act like that when you're like we're gonna be working together for like half a year and you're gonna scream we're working five days a week and going home like this like it shouldn't be hard and people choose you know like kind of as i've oh not that tv jobs aren't hard and, lo- and, and a lot of work can and can be and some very, can be very hard but generally people choose tv over film if they can because it is like a lot just like cleaner schedule yes. it's you're driving you're commuting essentially for people who have kids you can go yes. home at night it's kind of i feel like considered like the easier it's more lift and stable yeah, yeah. stable is the right word so it is like to your point a, a strange thing to be like a kind of monster auteur director yeah. especially for like the wonder years reboot not to be a dick uh, like yeah. relax <laughs> did they finish filming the episode he did this is the question because so well, he was an EP on the whole series, right? But here's what I'm what I'm getting at okay. is that so if he finished the the episode and he gets credit for the first episode, okay, he will be paid forever. Wow, because it's considered crafting the the of tone course. of the series, right? Yes, if, if he. If his credit is taken from the first episode, then that's a bigger money issue, right? If he yeah. does not get credit for it and the, you know, he's not, yeah. And, Cause being fired as EP and director going forward, it's like, okay, you won't get that extra paycheck every week, but for residuals and those purposes, like you get paid forever if you're on the, if you, yeah, if you direct the first episode. That's so From my funny. understanding, I could be wrong. I'm not a director, but it is very like that's why like the 
the director of the first episode is like, you have to make all the choices and you make all the tonal stuff. And, you yeah. know, it's just very involved with this show creator. Yeah. So I'm I'm just curious at what point in the process he was fired because he still might be absolutely taken care of financially. <sighs> How gross if that is true that like literally that long ago, 1992 or three, it said that if that's like truly the reason the series ended and that like, ew, like, look, who knows? But like, I mean, his last name is Savage. <laughs> look. Oh, no. What about he's, Dan Savage? Well, I don't know about him. I as far as I know, know, he's trashy, bougie, <laughs> savage. Well, I'm, classy. I don't know the lyrics. I can't think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, I get it. It took me a minute. He's a savage. That really took me a minute. I'm not on. Classy, I'm not firing. Bougie. bougie. Ratchet? Ratchet. Trashy. Coochie. No, I don't know. <laughs> God, I should know it. I, we love. Sometimes I don't sing along to songs. I just enjoy them. I let them yeah. wash over me. Sometimes I'm going. I'm, I, I don't do a lot of critical thinking sometimes. <laughs> when I don't have to, I'm I almost stop. never. A, a secret about me is I'm almost never listening to the lyrics. I do not like retain and absorb lyrics. Oh, I just make. I'm doing a lot of just sort of syncopated sounds. Yeah, but she be happy. Hey, <laughs> savage. <laughs> to be very clear. Anyway, well, people did want to talk about Britney Spears in her nude post. <laughs> okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh yeah, and if you did. You can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm -hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. <laughs>